Welcome to Adventures of a Blonde Geisha. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adventures of a Blonde Geisha. My name is Lisa Wilkerson, and I'm the host of this podcast. Ah, boy, it has been one heck of a year. Um, the reason that I'm doing the title, uh, ain't this the life is because, you know, I guess maybe the end of the year with the holidays and whatnot, um, I think we all kind of reflect a lot, right? So reflect, we, (laughs) we reflect on what's happened over the year, maybe what's happened in the past, like Christmases or holidays from the past. We're also getting together with people that have, you know, we haven't seen a lot like family and whatnot, Um, or even your friends that we haven't seen in a long time. And I, I do always love this part of the year. Um, You know, it's a great time to, I think, kind of not just reflect, but also be grateful and uh, think about all the things that for me personally, um, that have been great. Uh, something's not so great. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the reason behind this title that I decided to go with. So usually when I do a podcast in my fabulous recording studio, which is actually a closet, which actually has my treadmill and all my luggage and everything in it. So basically no room for myself, really. Um, however, good news, the treadmill's now gone. So I do have a little bit more room. Uh, but So usually when I do a podcast, my process is I kind of come up with an outline, right, of thoughts, and that's really what guides me um, when I talk. But I decide not to do that this time. I just kind of want to go free flow. You know, I was a DJ for a long time. I love the whole free flow thing, the ad lib thing, improvisation. Um, It's always been one of my favorite parts of being in the industry that I'm in. Uh, so first of all, starting off though, with, I've had an absolutely amazing, um, in some ways, almost kind of terrifying couple months. It has been just absolutely insane. I went to Saudi Arabia. I know I talked to you guys about that, which was so crazy. I have to do an episode on that (laughs) experience. Um, Yeah, I don't want to do it now because I want to save it and like have an actual episode about what happened at the event. But it was insane. It really was. Um, And so then Saudi Arabia. And then from that, I was home in L.A. for three days. And then I traveled literally for a whole month all over going from East Coast, West Coast, East Coast, West Coast. So there was this back and forth, which was kind of brutal on my body, I must say. But I had an absolutely amazing time going to, you know, some of the anime conventions that I go to every year, such as AWA in Atlanta. I also got to work with a company that I do a lot of interpreting for in San Jose. They were at a um, big convention, which is for translators and interpreters. And they brought me in as, get this, the CEO, Chief Entertainment Officer, which I loved when they told me that was going to be my role. Because apparently you have to, you know, come up when you sign someone up 
to join, you know, um, to get a badge or whatever for the event, you have to give them a role. And so that was the role that they gave me. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? That is the best role ever. CEO. I love it. Um, so I was there and that was a lot of fun. Got to meet some very cool, interesting people, got to be part of an industry that, you know, as an interpreter, um, I'm usually right on, not the battlefield really, but I mean, I'm out there working with the client. I don't really get to see what happens behind the scenes a lot. So this did give me a really good opportunity to kind of see um, a lot of the software that's currently being used for localization and all that kinds of stuff. So it was a really cool event to be a part of. Um, And then from there, I went to South Carolina Literally, this is so crazy, but I took the red eye. Um, the night that the event finished in San Jose, I took the red eye to South Carolina, to Green Greenville, and my mom picked me up at the airport, and we went, drove from there to West Virginia. And um, my mom has, she comes from a really big family, right, of 12 brothers and sisters. And they always try to get together towards the end of the year, every year. Um, And, you know, I think that, I don't know, one of the things that I keep learning and I keep telling myself and I keep telling other people is enjoy these opportunities, take advantage of opportunities while you can, because you never know when you won't have that opportunity again. And for me, one of the things that I really feel strongly about is as much as possible, I would like for, you know, my mom to be able to go and see her brothers and sisters and hang and for me to be able to see them and hang. Because for so many years, I didn't really get to be a part of the family that was, you know, located here in the U.S. because I was in Japan. So kind of trying to make up for lost time on my part. But at the same time, I'm also trying to make sure that my mom continues to have more time and also more new memories with her family. And, you know, so I've been going with her the past couple years to the family reunion, which we have in Charleston, West Virginia. Um, so it's always good to see everyone. And, you know, just get to watch as well, um, watch my mom, you know, with her brothers and sisters. And um, so then after that, I came back and then that was when I got to to hang out with Eric Kelso. You know, the last episode, I know we talked about the Sega event in Atlanta and about a little bit about Shemu and um, that was fabulous. You know, the Atlanta event that we had, um, Sega Fan Jam was what was so special about that was the fact that myself and then Eric Kelso and then Corey Marshall, you know, all three of us, you know, obviously in the Shemu game together. And then Eric and I were our brothers and sister, well, brother and sister on Virtual Fighter franchise. Um, so it was really amazing for the three of us to be able to connect and be together in the same location in person um, for the first time in 20 years. 
um, it really kind of blew my mind. Like I, during the event, you know, it was only a one day event in Atlanta, in Marietta actually, but um, I kept saying to both Corey and Eric, I was like, you know, I can't believe that this is the first time that we've, the three of us have been together um, since we recorded Shamu. It's just crazy to me. Um, and yet we, because we do so many online interviews and whatnot, and we've done zoom chats with each other and whatnot, I've been able to see Eric because I go to Japan, you know, and then I also get to see Corey because I'm here in LA. So I've seen both of them, but the three of us together, we have not been together yet since we recorded Shamu and, so that was just what a gift, you know, it was just really amazing. Um, so then after that, went to um, New York uh, for Anime NYC and then um, came back. Uh, and that was also really great. I love being in New York. I have a lot. I have some very good friends that I always see when I'm in New York. Um, also love being a part of the team that has the event there. And it was a lot of fun. It was a great event. Um, a bit exhausting, but you know, big events usually are. And then I came, I went to DC where I got to hang with my dad's side of the family. Um, you know, I only have one aunt left on my dad's side of the family and then cousins, right? So I wanted to see them while I was on the East Coast. So I decided to go from New York to DC, um, fly out there for Thanksgiving Day. So that's what I did. I was there for two days and it was really wonderful um, to get that time as well. One thing I did do, kind of rewinding back to my time in New York, but one thing that I really enjoyed was Billy Joel um, is one of my longest uh, influences, I guess, musically. I remember buying his, um, uh, on 50, is it on 53rd Street? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm like totally blanking out on the names of the albums, but I started buying his music, his records, when I was a little, little girl, you know, like 11, 12 years old kind of thing. And so he, for me, has always been a huge influence. And of course, he went on to become this big pop star in the 80s and early 90s. And um, one of my goals has always, has always been to go see him at Madison Square Garden, right? Because he is the, in my opinion, quintessential New Yorker, right? And he always has these shows that he does about once a month. It's kind of this unspoken agreement with Madison Square Garden where they book him for one night. And it's a very informal kind of setup for a concert. But um, I managed to get a ticket to go see it. I went by myself because there was no one else, you know, that wanted to go with me. But I was like, I'm going to do it, man. I'm still here in L.A. or not in L.A. I'm still here here in New York and I can go see him at Madison Square Garden the day before Thanksgiving. This is a no brainer. So I went. It was really such a great show. He opened up by 
saying, hey guys, we're the Madison Square Garden house band, you know, kind of poking fun, I think, at the fact that they're there every month. Um, But obviously, the crowd was, you know, they loved him. I mean, he is so adored by so much of New York. Um, And of course, the rest of the world. But, you know, I'm sure for a native New Yorker, they have a whole different level of love and respect for Billy Joel. Um, But it was such a great experience, just not just musically, because, of course, he's still incredible. Um, He has, you know, been playing with his band for forever. Um, so they just, they do have a, a list of songs that they, you know, are like, okay, let's do this and this and this. And every, apparently every month, it's a different song list for the show. Um, but there is a little bit of, you know, uh, wiggle room, apparently. Like if he hears a song being, you know, song request being yelled out by the audience, then sometimes he'll switch it up, apparently. So he did that once during the show that I was there. Um, I was at, but anyway, it was really wonderful to not just see him perform, but then also just be able to watch the um, reaction of the audience around me. Uh, I think that's, you know, maybe as big of a part of the experience as him playing. Um, Especially of course, obviously when he does, you know, New York themed songs um, I'm in a New York state of mind when he did that song. That was just, you know, everyone, everyone in the venue was standing up, swaying to the music. They were recording it. And it was just, yeah, it was an experience, man. I absolutely loved it. Um, so I'm very glad I got to do that. But, you know, it's just been a very full, um, very amazing. But like I said, the travel schedule has been really challenging for me. It's been really hard on the body. So um, there's been that too. But then I came back to LA and that was what, November 26th. I was here for three days and then I flew out to Dallas for another event. Um, And then I came back and my body just went and it just broke down. Um, I've been kind of sick. I was supposed to do a podcast episode when I came back, but I just couldn't. My body was just like, no, 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 no. (laughs) We're done with this for right now. Stop it. And so I've been spending a lot of time in the bed, actually, um, just trying to recuperate. And, you know, that's been good, too. Uh, meanwhile, while I've been gone doing all these, you know, traveling around everywhere, my cats have decided they want new management. Um, <laughs> not really, but uh, actually, I've had a really good, a good friend of mine who's been staying here at my place, and he is making the big move to, you know, come back to LA uh, from Japan. So he's been staying here, and that's been really fabulous because. Yeah, my cats uh, just really connect with him. And that for me, obviously, as a pet owner has been such a relief because he's been here and I know that, you know, both my cats are okay. I have, I think I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I have two cats, right? So I have Shadow, who I'm convinced in a former life was probably a disgruntled Japanese businessman. 
So he just sometimes gets grumpy for no reason at all. I'm like, why? You, there is nothing wrong with your life. Um, besides the fact that, you know, sometimes Pumpkin does, you know, play the whole alpha female role a little bit too much. But, um, yeah, so I think he was a salary man, you know? Um, so his nickname is actually Sato-san. But anyway, so, yeah, but, you know, he is usually the real loving one in my two cats, right? So if I have guests over or if, you know, someone is here watching my cats, then he's the one that comes up and is like, I need attention. I need love. Uh, meanwhile, Pumpkin, who comes from a situation where she was in a cat hoarding uh, situation for a while. And it was like a hundred cats in one room kind of thing. It was like a really crazy scenario. I mean, it was even actually on the news, apparently, because a cat rescue that I work with, I was, I, you know, done a lot of fostering with them over the years and they had to go in and they had to clean out, you know, and just take the cats. Um, and her name, actually, when I was fostering, uh, pumpkin. Her original name was Jane because, which, you know, I'm like Jane as a cat. No, I would never, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. But, you know, I mean, they had almost a hundred cats that they had to name. And so she got the name Jane. She did terribly in the cat rescue. She just couldn't really be there with all the other cats. And it made her really, really anxious. So the woman in charge of the foster program actually reached out to me. She said, Hey, I need to give pumpkin a private space. Like she does not do very well here at all. And I really need to find, you know, a, a different option. So I said, okay, bring her over here. And this was not too long after I had lost, you know, my cat who I brought over from Japan, Genki, who I absolutely loved. Um, still think about her all the time. But anyway, so I was like, yeah, bring over pump, br oh, well, bring over Jane. And, um, and then, you know, it was really hard with her because she just didn't really have any social skills. She was really scared of people. Um, the only place she really felt safe for a long time, actually, was on top of my bed. So she would be under the bed all the time. And then when she heard this, you know, like, boom, like, you know, when, it, when I'm sitting on the bed, then she would, you know, alert to that. And then she would come up and hop on the bed and then she would come and get pets. But it has taken quite a few years for her to get to the point now where she's super comfortable. Now, of course, she's running the house, right? But she still does not like other people. So if I have a guest or even if there's someone at the door, to bring me like a package or someone to just one of my neighbors or something, she will run to the, you know, to the bed, go under the bed and wait until she only hears my voice and then she'll come out. Um, so yeah, so, you know, the, it's always been really rough. Um, well, it, not really rough, but it's always just worried me, you know, with her because I know that she needs a lot of attention and, 
she doesn't get it when I'm here. You know, a lot of pets and whatnot. So, because she is my needy girl. She's quite a bossy kitty. I call her bossy pants sometimes, but um, but at the same time, like she doesn't allow herself to, you know, get into those experiences because she's hiding under the bed. Um, however, when, you know, my friend came and was staying here while I was gone for like the month, apparently for whatever reason, pumpkin absolutely connected with my friend. Oh, and I forgot to mention. So when I was fostering Jane, right? Cause at that time, that's, that was her name. Um, I just had such a hard time calling her Jane. I was like, you are not Jane. And it just, I just kept calling her pumpkin. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to call you pumpkin. Do you look like a pumpkin? Absolutely not. You're a calico, no orange, no nothing. And it does, you know, as a name, doesn't make sense. Not really, but who cares? So that's how she got the name pumpkin. Um, but yeah, so while I was gone, she completely connected with my friend who was staying here. She's been staying here, which has been a real blessing because obviously for me, you know, that would be the ideal scenario to have someone staying at your place and your pets love them. And, you know, so yeah, it's been a real blessing. But ah, yes, so here we are. And it's the middle of December now. I am going to be heading to Chicago in two days and going to be spending some time with my sister. I'm hoping to see if I can get her to do a podcast episode with me. We'll see if that works. I want to get her Jap- Japan experience. You know, I want to find out some memories that she has from growing up in Japan. She was born in Sendai. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to get that as a potential future podcast episode. Um, And then I come back um, on Sunday and leave on Monday for Tokyo. And I'm so excited. It's been three years since I've been away from Japan and from Tokyo. And there's so many people that I want to connect with. I'm going there for business for, you know, uh, mostly, but I'm also going there to reconnect with people I haven't seen in a long time find out where they are right now and, you know, what they're dealing with, what they're going through, you know, success, failure, challenges, whatever. I want to hear it all. I want to get an update and I am really looking forward to that. So, you know, it's been, I think all in all, um, I have to say one of the things that I've really enjoyed this year is being able to do this podcast. And I've been talking about it for so many years, right? And then finally, this past February, I said to myself, you have to do it. Like, why are you just talking about it and not doing something about it? And, you know, I think that that's one thing that I want to, I guess, a takeaway for me and yeah, going, even going into next year, you know, 2023, everyone talks about, oh, New Year's resolutions, blah, blah, blah. Well, I think one thing that I'd like to make is like a life resolution is things that I'm afraid of, I need to do. And I find that in the years past, that usually those things I'm scared of, I'm like, why was I even scared of that in the first place? How stupid, you know? And it turns out to be such a rewarding experience. So I want to really open my mind 
and heart to doing a lot more of that kind of thing, you know, like really doing things that I might not necessarily think about doing, but doing it because it might be, you know, help me, it might better me, it might give me an incredible experience. Um, yeah, you know, and I just want to, it's interesting how I had no notes at all. We're already almost 25 minutes. Oh my gosh. I can just go on and on and on. But anyway, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's not really a, you know, structured podcast episode, but this was really to kind of just say thank you all so much for so far being a part of this journey with me. And I really look forward to, you know, doing more things next year. I really look forward to uh, bringing on different challenges in my life next year. And of course, lots more successes, I hope. Um, and I just really thank you and really appreciate each and every one of you for listening and taking the time to be a part of my world. It really, really means a lot to me. So I want to wish each and every one of you a wonderful, um, December and holiday season. I will have another episode, of course, before the end of the year, but, um, just wanted to wrap things up with that positive uh message of live live for love live for peace and be true to who you are and let's continue to love each other it's so important especially in this day and age and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of adventures of a blonde geisha my name is lisa wilkerson and i want to thank you again for being a part of this journey so far and i will speak to you on the next episode talk soon bye Clean, 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 clean.